Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Jess Messen Broadcast is hosted by Jess Fole, a visual artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Jess invites those who've inspired her to recount their tales of becoming professional artists and creators. Through sharing memories and stories, Jess and her guests relive experiences, discuss new projects, and foster new ideas, all while making sense of this crazy pop culture world we live in. Tune in weekly for a variety of guests ranging from musicians, designers, artists, and entrepreneurs who are actively creating the world around us. And now, it's time for Jess Messin Broadcast with Jess Full. What's up, everybody? This is Jess Full coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, in my art studio right here on Lions Radio Network. Beautiful day, and we have some beautiful guests with us. And I have to be careful because, well, they're, they're not that much younger than me, but just younger enough that I like to keep a distance at their shows. So, you guys, we have two of the five members of Mom Said No from Buffalo, New York, and they are kind of like my new favorite thing. Buffalo-based alternative band Mom Said No has sprinted out of the garage and set its sight on a national stage while some group's members are still in their teens like one. Um, Mom Said No had already perfected its own brand of high-energy, dramatic, and tuneful pop, with the vocal harmonic influences of the Beach Boys to the high-energetic performances of James Brown and the pop sensibilities of the cars. Mom Said No is truly an experience of its own. And so we'll get into, you know, their albums and stuff, but they are also working with Robbie Takeak um, and at GCR Audio, which is where I did my last solo show in Buffalo. And I know these guys through Music is Art. They're really involved with that as well. So I will talk about that in a little bit with them. So with us today, we have Tim Jackson and we have Ben Mack. Ben is bass and vocals. Tim is vocals. He's pretty up front and center. I think maybe even shirtless at the last show I saw. I was like, what's going on? And um, so we also may have Elliot calling in here. Now, Elliot is in Atlanta at a very major audition right now. We can't really get into it, but we wish him the best of luck and we hope to hear from him. But if not, we totally understand because we want you to do great. So what's up, Tim? What's up, Ben? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Good, good. So you guys are maybe kind of taking a break from school or work right now to do this interview. Yep, yeah. I'm on my lunch break right now from work. <laughs> I'm in the middle right. of uh, DMA 201, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, well, you know, as this stuff starts happening for you guys, we have to, like, move around some things. But, okay, so let's talk about Mom Said No and you guys as musicians. So Tim is 22 and Ben is 19. And you guys are in this, like, cool rock and roll, pop, punk, um, funk-infused rock band, this fivesome. So tell us how this came to be. So the name has been around for about three years. It's going on four next June. So um, 
back when we were all still in high school, uh, it started with Ben and Elliot. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they were, you know, in a rehearsal room, uh, just jamming out and they were like, Hey, we should do a Jimi Hendrix, uh, cover band. And so that's how it started. Uh, mom said no was officially meant to be a Jimi Hendrix cover band, but instead it was mom said no. So yeah, we've, we've gone through some members and the group that we have now, we're just blessed to have, I mean, these are the guys that we want to go up to the skies and the stars and the moons and all that good stuff with. So it's all worked out for the best. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it, and you guys are just getting your footing, and it's so exciting to see you come together with this combination of talent so young and also get the, you know, acknowledgement and support of Robbie because, you know, even from seeing you guys play in July, which was my first time seeing you, and for those who know me really well, like, I'm kind of a rock and roll, like, merch bag like I just love merch but I really have to dig your band to wear your stuff and it was like instant I was like I need this t-shirt just I mean a the name is great b you guys are great like you know I just loved the whole makeup so what has Robbie's involvement in your band um, done for you as far as artists personally and as a group Well, Robbie's helped us tremendously just by growing and just by, like, experiencing the whole rock scene. So it's been a really great experience working with such a creative and powerful mind. So when, you know, when working with him, you know, he's joking around in the studio. He makes us feel comfortable. And he really helped us step outside of our comfort zone and push to new limits with our songwriting, with with our stage presence, with everything. And he gave us a lot of good pointers on, you know, all the stuff that we can work on for the future and getting our name out there. So he's, he's been a tremendous help for each and every one of us. For sure. Yeah. Uh, um, like Tim said, just like, it's so cool to be able to work with somebody who's like, who has experience in like, you know, knowing how to be like creative inside a professional setting and everything. And I think it was pretty cool, too, because, you know, Robbie's the bassist and I'm the bassist. So it was really cool to, like, talk with him about simple and stupid stuff like that, too. So it was a lot of fun. And, I mean, I think that's, like, such an interesting thing for someone 19, a creative professional, to say, to, like, pick up on the fact of what he's – and that's what we talk about this a lot on this show, like, the professionalism of art. Because my background is I'm self-taught, and, you know, I come from a, a business and marketing background and a writing background, journalism background. So, you know, my approach is different. And so for you to be 19 and to understand what he's preparing you for and how he's educating you is so kind of, I mean, for me, I would say ahead of the game and a little prolific. So the fact that you pick up on that is incredible. So tell us about this performance at Music is Art, because we're going to do a little bit of a Music is Art recap. So tell us about the show that you guys put on, because it went from, like, you guys came out on stage, and you you were all, like, dressed and whatever, and then it went into rock and roll mayhem. And I don't know if it was because of the big beers I was drinking, but I remember being like, what just happened? I thought I watched you guys go from, like, you know, like, 
teen band, college band into like becoming like a man band. It was pretty cool. So what was going on up there? <laughs> well, I I can only say like when we were backstage, P Lander Z, when P Lander Z was playing, we were just like amping each other up. P Lander Z, if you caught them before, that pan, that the band from Japan, they mm-hmm. were the craziest band I think I've ever seen in my whole life, which was awesome for us because we love stuff like that and you know, got us super energized and super ready to go out there. And you know, when we when we're coming out there, there's people yelling oh, look at the choir boys and all that stuff. And then, you know, we put on a performance like that, and it just felt so good to have such a good reaction from the crowd. The place was packed, and it just felt like a dream come true for for all of us. I mean, that's the biggest show that we've played so far as a group, and, oh, man, it just felt so good. You could tell. (laughs) Yeah, it was was such a crazy show. And like Tim said, you know, in the – in the backstage area before we went on, like huge part of the pre-show game there was was rocking out real hard to to Peel Anders there. It was so much fun, so much fun to play that kind of crowd. Big part of what music is art is about, you know. Like I think, you know, I'm from Baltimore, so a lot of people here aren't really sure about what's going on with music is art, and I try to explain it as sim- simply as possible. And it's really just a collection of all of Western New York Buffalo's finest creative talent as far as Robbie and Don's opinion is and the team that surrounds that. And then also, you know, they create this vessel that no matter what your art is, like even if you're growing within it, you can still be a part of it. And the fact that you guys, you know, are literally saying, like, we watched this group play before us and it completely affected our performance positively, I think would be, it's pretty much one of the ultimate premises of the festival in general. Yeah, absolutely. I think a huge part of the festival is just making sure that, you know, everyone feels at home, even if they're from overseas, even if they're from other states. And it's, it's such a great feeling to know that, you know, Buffalo and the whole music is art scene is on the rise. It's in a renaissance right now because there's so much, local music that's you know just making buffalo stand out making it look unique to the outside eye and i just Uh think like it's only gonna keep growing so it's it's a great feeling to be a part of the buffalo music scene and music is art i agree 100 percent. i love it (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i like i like it's funny because i you know i i spend about I had made about six trips to Buffalo last year and it's really becoming, I mean, I've been involved with music as art. This is my sixth year now and I'm just getting more and more active in Buffalo. And it really is just such a really like friendly, creative vessel. And this past um, festival, I tried like a new medium and, you know, Chuck Tingley was there. Chris Maine was there. Mark Adam music. Like they, you know, all these guys that were on the cans, you know, were down to like talk and discuss, art and get and help each other get better at different stuff and it's just so neat to you know see that going on you know both in the visual art sense and in in the audible sense that you the bands are doing that as well I just think that it makes the whole point of it like on on point literally so okay you guys just released welcome to the losers club 
and mm-hmm, you recorded mm-hmm. that at GCR. Oh, yep. So tell us about the process of making that album. How long did it take? And, like, where are you with the writing and all that good in the composing? And so a little bit of background on that would be awesome because the album's sick. And we're going to play a track at the end here, and you guys can get it on the Internet. It's all over the place, right? Where can we get, Mom, where can we get Welcome to the Losers Club, guys? Yeah, it's on iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon, YouTube. Um, it's everywhere. So if you have any tracking service, Google Play, all that stuff, it's on there. So just type in the name, and you'll find us. And you can always buy direct. Okay, so tell us about the you know process of making this album. Well, the whole process, um, it, it was it was very difficult for us to to get new music out. Um, we just got busy with you know, stuff that we were doing outside of the yeah, band. Yeah, like prom. You know, with, <laughs> yeah, like prom and graduating high school and yeah. uh, some of us graduating college and, you know, most most of, you know, the, the highlights of life. And, uh, you know, we kind of lost, lost steam in terms of the whole writing process and making sure that we were, you know, getting in the studio and, and getting a new album out. But, um I would say it took a little over six months, maybe, to get the album recorded um, and ready to go at GCR. Uh, the guys over there, Robbie, Justin Rose, uh, they really helped us, you know, stay focused. Uh, you know, we're we're young, so I think a lot of people think, oh, these guys are young. These guys don't really have the focus to be in a studio for hours and hours. Uh, in, in, in a day, in a week, in, in, in a month. So um, we kind of used that as, as motivation to, to write this album and, and to make sure that it was the best possible thing that we could produce, that we could get out there so we could change people's lives and you know hopefully make them feel yeah. something. So. Well, you definitely have like a young fan base going on of like, you know, it's really cool to come to your so- shows and see it grow. And like even with, you know, like you were saying, opening or closing for P. Lander, like everyone was like, what just happened? These guys, like, why are these guys on stage? And then you like totally blew it away. And the, I remember the venue kind of like clearing out when you came on and then like, it was so slam packed and people were jamming. And I was hanging with um, a friend of mine and I was like, yo, you got to wait for these guys to get going. And then once you, once he was like, Oh my God. So it was just so much fun to see that happen and to see like this album that really how it sounds, you know, uh, recorded, you guys legit play it, if not better, live, which is so rare to say nowadays of a band your age. Well, that means a lot, to be honest. You know, we, we try to do our best in making sure that what we produce, you know, in the album is our most, like, authentic self, if that makes sense. You know, we want to be able to give our fans a different experience like when they hear the album versus when they hear us live, you know, we try to focus on the performance and the, and the energy aspect. When, when we're live, we try to, you know, leave everything out on that stage. But when we're in the studio, we try to, you know, make sure that it's as perfect as possible in, t- in terms of, I guess, being human. So, so Ben, do you have um, a particular track on the album that is, 
you know, one that's particularly your favorite or that you feel that you really, like, play extremely well on or you're super comfortable with? Um, it's it, Okay, so it is pretty hard for me to just pick one track, but I think I can narrow it down to two. I'm in love with Memories, the first track on it. I just, I think it's a bop. I love listening to it all the time. Um, I, I do listen to ourselves quite a bit in my car, I'm not going to lie. Um, That's but right. also, the campaign song, I think the campaign song is is really awesome. Uh, I think the message is, like, you know, really beautiful, and the way that, you know, everybody everybody played their parts on that, uh, including Justin Rose, the engineer, and Robbie is the producer. You know, everybody kind of pitched in to make it just, like, a really beautiful song with, like, a really powerful meaning and a really powerful message. So How about for you, Tim? I think those two tracks would be my favorite. All right, cool. Um, for me, I think... I think I'm going to do the same thing as Ben, go go the two, because I can't narrow it down to one. Um, I would have to say um, start again and the same thing, campaign song. Um, we put a lot of heart and, and effort into that song, and we were kind of vulnerable, like releasing something like that. So I guess for us, a big part of writing it was just, accepting the fact that, you know, people might not like this song because of the message. People might not like it because of, you know, the title of the song or whatever. But Uh I guess for us, we just try to focus on making sure that, you know, the music that we make, it touches somebody in some way. So Uh we just try to reach the people that are underrepresented, you know, and that don't really have a voice that's what the song was for. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful composition, I think. And it's definitely one of my favorites on the track and shout out to Joe Hutchinson. He, he mastered, mastered the album for us. Yeah. Down so, in Nashville. Oh, did you guys go down to Nashville to do it? No, unfortunately, <laughs> but we'll be down there soon. For yeah. sure. So now that you guys are on this end of it and we have, you know, the EP out motivation, we have Welcome to the Losers Club out, which is your first full length album with, you know, starting as it's like so cute to talk to you guys. Like when you were younger, but when you guys were legit more kids than you are now, um, what was the, you know, the starting music, playing music process, you know, when did was this something that you guys were like playing in your high school band and then you found each other and were like let's play our own songs and I know you guys were covering first doing like tributes but you know where did this all kind of begin for you both personally? Uh, ben, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, for me, it's like it's a, it's not like too long of a story, but um. I well, I picked up the bass because I saw my brother doing it, my older brother, and I was like, like wow, that's like that's super cool. And, no, my brother's you know, doing. Everybody's that, doing it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's like that's like the, that's the standard. And they're like, my older brother, like you want to be like him. Um, and I'm like, why does that guitar only have four strings? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I found and I fell in love with this instrument. Um, and then I played in one band, and then I was in that cover band, and then mom said no happened. And, like, I met Elliot on a complete whim, and we were able to start something really cool and really important. All right, Tim, what's your backstory? 
Um, and Jim's got like a little me, bit of, and I hate to like, you know, drop this bomb for for those who are checking out, you know, your press photo and stuff, like which is just like about the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like, I mean, and by that I mean like way cool guys, way cool, mad tough. <laughs> um, but like, Tim's got this super dope crossover between like and even when you're performing like the dance moves and the theatrics are like James Brown and Michael Jackson with like this physicality of like the weekend so it's mad funky and flavor and you guys all bring something so it's like you know it's just like a really cool combo to watch so I kind of am intrigued to hear how this came to be for you Tim yeah well thank you I mean you know hearing hearing people compare me to like superstars and legends like that, it's definitely, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, but it I'm all sure started, um, yeah, but <laughs> it all started, um, when I was real young, I remember always singing around the house when I was little and my mom would always push me to do open mics and talent shows at school and stuff like that. And I remember vividly around third grade when I first uh first entered my first talent show in school it was actually called uh Mount St. Joe's Idol so it was based off of American Idol and uh I was about eight years old and that's really where I fell in love with with music I'd say it's just like learning different songs and being able to perform and move around on stage and do stage dives and, and stuff like that at eight years old. It was it was it was a cool experience and I, I guess that's where I fell in love with music and you know, developing throughout my, you know, young teens and, you know, where I am now. Um I gotta give credit to my church choir too. They've really showed me, you know, a lot in terms of making sure that your soul is connected to what you want people to feel. When, when you're singing, when you're playing an instrument, when you're, you know, trying to get a message across. So I've always taken that and used my personality to, you know, convey what's inside of me and what my heart feels. So I don't know. You know, obviously Michael Jackson, James Brown, Prince, you know, all these, all these great, great performers, legends, vocalists, um, instrumentalists they're they're definitely an influence for me and um back in high school obviously we all went to St. Joe's besides our drummer Mark um mm-hmm. we all poor met Mark. in high school <laughs> yeah poor Mark Same poor, Mark. Poor, master, poor Mark it's all right Mark <laughs> we love you anyway dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um I met Chris through uh a little ditty called Swing Choir back at St. Joe's and we we became really good friends and we would hang out sometimes and you know that's how we developed our friendship me and our key player and um I eventually ended up seeing for the first time mom said no before I was in the band so it was June 1st at Mohawk Place um you know I go with my brother and I'm looking looking like a, a a a fresh younging even even younger than I am now and I look <laughs> up on stage and you know there's Ben there's Elliot 
I'm just thinking, you know, this would be an amazing thing to be a part of. I would love to do this to perform and to sing, you know. And right. about three weeks later, um, I'm at a grad party for one of our friends, and me and Elliot end up singing Let It Be together uh, for karaoke. And he looks at me and he says, Tim, do you want to be a part of Mom Said No? And I just look right back at him and I say, Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how it all started. I, that story we, got me pumped up there. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love how, like, re- people really do come together over karaoke. It's pretty special. <laughs> yeah. right, so you guys, think about it. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, you really do, like, connect. Um, okay, <laughs> so tell us your social media platforms, because I want to kind of see, do you guys have any shows coming up um, in Buffalo that anyone can look forward to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Our biggest one that we have coming up is in November. Um, It's November 7th. We're actually super stoked to be playing with Vinyl Theater. Um, After Dark has hosted this show for us, and um, it's great because it's at Mohawk Place, the place where we started off as a band. So um, November 7th, the doors are at 7, and tickets are online. We have uh, a link on our on our Twitter page at Mom Said No Band, um, and you can click the link in our bio to get tickets there. And it's it's going to be an amazing show. We're really really stoked for it. All right, cool. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We were able to upload one song. It's Run Again. Um, so tell us about this particular song. Um, and then we're going to play it in full and then we're going to sign off here, but I want these guys to kind of fill us in and give us some backsight on what this jam is about. All right, Ben, that's all you, man. Um, yeah, so this is actually the only song on the album that I sing on. Um, and it's actually one of our oldest songs too. I think it might be one of the oldest on the album. Just, uh, I remember I showed it to the guys the first time we were ever at GCR back in like 2015 or 16 or something. So it was really cool to kind of see it like grow up and to become something so much more professional sounding and so much better sounding, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, but it's, I don't know. I, I think it's a really well-written song and um, it wasn't till like maybe a month before we had started recording it, that it was Mark, Tim, me and Elliot. I don't think Chris was there. By the way, shout out to Mark, our drummer, and Chris, our keyboardist. They they said not to forget the little guys. So there you go. Yeah, um, little. You're just like busy right now. It's totally. I mean, it's like noon <laughs> on a Thursday. The fact that anybody could ever pull um, this together is amazing for me. But uh, but yeah. So it was it was the four of us, and you know Elliot like completely rewrote the the chords and and came up with with a really a really nice rhythm on the guitar and mark redid the drum beat and it just it like made the song complete and it was like a really cool moment because it's something that you know we'd all we'd all performed and like known for a long time but now now it was just on a completely different level with with the new musicians that we had and it was a lot of fun to do 
All right, guys. So we have been talking with today Ben Mack, bass, who or plays bass and sings on this track we're about to listen to, Run Again, and with Tim Jackson from Mom Said No, this great up-and-coming alternative band from Buffalo, New York. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, for real. And I'm so excited for to see what you guys come up with. And I'm so excited for you. And seriously, it's been a pleasure to even see you grow in the past six months. So um, just really keep working hard. And you guys are going to totally make it. I have a really good feeling. It's like kind of crazy. The first time I saw you guys, I turned to Don and I was like, Yo, man. And he was like, I know. So, okay, here we are. This is Mom Said No. It's called Run Again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Jess Messen Broadcast, coming to you live on Lions Radio Network. Um, and to all our listeners all over the world, don't forget that we are archived on iHeartRadio, so you can listen to us whenever you are available. Uh, okay, here we are. Mom Said No. Run Again. Enjoy. Yeah. 